3: Future. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com. Now, NobleGoldInvestments.com. Past
2: performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney
3: or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: Gentlemen, we are live, okay? And unless you've been living under a rock, you already know what this stream is about, okay? I don't know about you, but I didn't have Kanye West going on Alex Jones' show in 2022 and saying that he likes Hitler on uh, on my bingo card for 2022. This world just keeps getting crazier and crazier, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't even know what to think anymore. But it is very clear to me that Kanye West has absolutely lost his damn mind. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that because no matter what this dude does, people come to his defense. But, I mean, at this point, after this uh incident today, I think it's pretty much just going to be in cells that live in their their parents' basement, still defending this guy because this has gotten absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'm I, so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about this, but we're also going to shift gears a little bit into the show and talk about election fraud, which you guys know is my main focus. We got a story out of DeKalb County, not uh, Georgia, but out of Illinois, where due to some election fraud, uh, machine manipulation. There's been an election that is actually flipped because they discovered fraud. So we're going to talk about that. I don't think many outlets have covered this, um, and we've got we, we got a couple stories. So we're going to get into all of that. Um, but first, let's hear from the sponsor of this show, Gold Co. The last time the economy looked this bad, the stock market tanked, the economy collapsed, and inflation hit record highs. But at the same time, the price of gold shot up 1,300%, and it could happen again. But can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? Visit NickLovesGold.com to protect your retirement savings and get up to $10,000 in free silver. That's NickLovesGold.com. Visit NickLovesGold.com now. Okay, so (laughs) I don't know if you guys have checked the news, but literally every single mainstream outlet is talking about this already. Uh, Rolling Stone says Kanye to Alex Jones: I like Hitler. The Independent: I like Hitler. Kanye West praising Nazi during shocking Alex Jones interview. The Daily Beast: They're all, t- they're all saying that Alex, um, Alex Jones hosted Kanye West. Kanye West says he loves Hitler and Nazis. Right. Um, this is a this is a public relations disaster. And anybody who says otherwise, I, I, I don't know, I don't know where your head is at, guys. Um. Th- this is absolutely absurd absurd and you know I'm I'm all I, I want to make my stance clear before we get you know too far into this story that um, regardless of what I'm saying here I am still 100% for free speech i I don't think that Kanye West should be silenced I don't think Kanye West's career should be ruined but what I think should should happen is Is that people see this for what it is and distance themselves from it? Because um, what this is going to be, this is this is going to be the mainstream media's uh, way of continuing this attack on Trump. This is going to be the mainstream media and the ADL and all of these activists' way of attacking Elon Musk and free speech and saying, "This is what you get. This is what you get when you allow free speech on a social media platform." Um and and it's just it's just going to be fuel for the fire of the left, okay. And so I'm not I'm not I, I want to make my stance clear that I don't think that Kanye West should be canceled, but at this point in time, I I, I think it's pretty clear that this guy is not somebody that should be leading a movement, <laughs> and and I completely wholly stand by that statement, okay. And I think I'd be irresponsible. Not to, uh, you know, not, not to. To I I I'd be completely responsible to sit here and be like, well, I think he's being taken out of context, and I think that the mainstream media is, um, you know, he's just misunderstood and trying to take him take him down. You know, at 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 the, at this point, we're past that, and I want to play the actual clip. Um, we'll last have a time of- the economy looked this. Sorry about that, guys. This is another impromptu live stream. Okay. So the level of <laughs> the level of preparation is, you know, I'm a little bit behind today, but I want to play this clip so that we can all see that I'm not I'm not exactly taking this out of context. All right, so here's the clip that's that's gone super viral. Um, Kanye is now the number one thing trending on Twitter, and it's because of this comment right here.
5: That's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well. I, I see, I, I see good things about Hitler. Also the Jew, I love everyone and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography, but this guy that. Invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. That's right. You're Uh, not
4: Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called. Okay, so, so that right there, that was the first clip that I saw, and I can actually somewhat defend Kanye's position on this clip by itself um this was not the only clip okay but but this clip alone I can kind of see what Kanye was saying here it's in the beginning of his statement where he's he's trying to basically say I love everybody you know and 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 Kanye West is a devout Christian and he's trying to say I love both the 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 Zionist Jews that he's been talking about, but he also loves Nazis. Now, obviously, you know, obviously, um, I feel like you could easily, very easily, word that in a different way so that people will fully understand what you're trying to say. But at the same time, we're talking about Kanye here, and he has a way of shooting himself in the foot like that. Um, but with that statement, just just the beginning of that statement, I can kind of see what he's saying. He's trying to say that you know all people are made in the image of God, even Adolf Hitler. And you know I can also see where he's coming from with saying that, um, you know, to an extent, that Nazis were some of the greatest engineers, doctors, scientists, inventors, and it's true that much of the the, the technology that we use today came straight out of Nazi Germany. I mean, if anybody wants to do some research on a so-called conspiracy theory, go look up Operation Paperclip, you know, where after World War II, the the, the United States took in a bunch of Nazis, some of the best scientists, engineers, and doctors, and saw them, like, like if we're going to execute these guys, that would be a waste of technology, opportunity, innovation, inventions, and so we're going to take them here and... And, and and a lot of these guys like Warner von Braun went on to become like you know the heads of of NASA and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's not so far fetched to say that oh you know Nazis didn't didn't provide some value right? I can understand that statement, but when you say especially Hitler, when you say especially Hitler, then it it kind of takes. It would be more appropriate to say something like, even Hitler, even Hitler provided some value, right? But he said, especially Hitler. And that's where you lost lost that argument. I mean, that's where you lost everybody. Okay, but but at the same time, like I said, we're talking about Kanye here. And I feel like he could have gotten away with it if that was the only thing that he said. (laughs) If if, If that was the only thing that he said, people would easily be like, You know, it would have blown over in like 48 hours where people would say, oh, they're taking him out of context. You know what he really meant. But that wasn't the only thing he said. So let's go to the next clip. This is where, this is actually where (laughs) Alex Jones was caught off guard with the absurdity of what Kanye said to the point where he, he busted into
5: hysterical laughter. Check this out. Uh, my accounts, because they've been frozen by the Jewish uh, banks, so I, I need to watch my meals. Well, CNN says why people are evil Nazis, so, I mean, I, I, I disagree with both statements, but I, I get the yeah, frozen. Yeah, I, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I think we need to look at <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Just because you don't like one group doesn't mean the other. But look, I mind. love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I have to disagree <laughs> with that. Right, but listen. <laughs> We're going to go to brag. <laughs> <It's, laughs> it just
4: cracks me up, man. Alex, <laughs> Alex Jones is like the, the most controversial character and uh, says some of the most wild things on planet Earth. But the man literally just said, essentially, he suggested that Nazis should not be considered evil and that he loves Nazis. OK, so you went from saying everybody provides value, especially Hitler. And then you go on to say <laughs> that Nazis weren't evil. We need to stop bashing Nazis, and <laughs> and I love Nazis. Like <laughs> no sane person is going to. Those words are not going to come out of the mouth of any sane persons that that that's trying to be understood or have a rational discussion. Um, this man has lost his damn mind, and I know. Like I said, that there's going to be a lot of people because there's there's so many of these people in my comment sections on telegram and and across social media platforms that have this thing with the jews and 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 I'll sit here and I'll tell you um <laughs> I've seen so much of that stuff and for the most part just blocked it out and and then i s when when Kanye first started coming out about this and he's like listen all these people that have been um Basically controlling me through these these crazy contracts, uh, they're all Jewish, and and the bankers that debanked me are all Jewish, and these people that are trying to silence me are all Jewish, and I'm like, okay, okay, this is this is getting kind of crazy, all right, because I've I've had all these people show me all this stuff constantly that I've I pretty much tried to just uh, tune out, and now Kanye's coming out about this stuff. Then there was the Dave Chappelle skit, and I was almost partially listening. I was like, all right. So for a second here, I was thinking to myself um at at the very least like like I think Kanye's making a mistake with making this sweeping generalization about Jews. What he, what I think what what but what's clear is that what he's saying and the backlash and all the people that are are trying to destroy his career are in fact Jewish. So I was like partially tuning in and thinking I maybe I maybe I should do a little bit more research and see what the hell is this about. Right? Like I was I was partially entertaining that there was something to this. <laughs> and I and I was fighting with myself and I was wrestling with myself. Like I don't think I want to go down that road. I don't I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, uh but I was intrigued by it. But now you totally lost me, dude. I'm gone. Like I'm done with uh, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to entertain this um and so if, if there was something there if there was something there to be talked about um Kanye West has absolutely shattered any possibility of this this being taken taken seriously right um and and like i said this is going to be used against donald trump they're going to try to use it against donald trump um, and 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 they're going to use it to the full ex- fullest extent possible. There's literally armies of people going around saying the fact that Trump had dinner with this guy, that he was allowed into Mar-a-Lago, they they're trying to say that that's proof that that Trump can never be elected again, can never be the president again, because he's a white supremacist and a bigot. See, look at the people that he's having at his home and having dinner with, which is ridiculous. But now this is this has become a, a total animal and a PR disaster for Trump. And again, like I said on the last live stream, um, whoever it was in Trump's corner, whoever his advisors are or the people that vet, you know, whoever security is, whoever vets people that come into Mar-a-Lago that allowed this n- disaster to happen, does not have his best interest at heart. You know, does not have his best interest at heart. Okay, and this is this is going to um, turn into an attack on Elon Musk. They're going to come after him to censor Kanye or Yay, whatever. And this is very this is just very unfortunate. I wish I could say it was hilarious, and it is hilarious in some sense because just the times we're living in. Like I, I just can't believe that that Kanye West is is partnering with Nick Fuentes on Alex Jones saying he likes Hitler in a black mask, <laughs> like. It's absurd. We're we're clearly living in clown world. And this is, I'll tell you something. You know what this is? This is what you get when you silence anybody that has an opinion that you don't like. And when you silence people and censor people like frontline doctors and, and people that are actually holding office talking about election fraud. This is what happens when you silence and censor people is that the general public becomes conditioned to believe that anybody that they try to silence or attack or cancel has something worthwhile to say or what they're saying is true. You know, when you do this, then you have um, people looking at a guy like Kanye hanging on to his every word, thinking that he's, he's not crazy, he's misunderstood, thinking that he's... Try, I, I, like like that that he's got some that he's some sort of genius and and on some level he is a genius but this is not sane behavior. I, I'm sorry. Um, and and listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Kanye is absolutely destroying a a a massive opportunity that he has right now to red pill the millions upon millions of countless people with his level of influence and the position that he's in. Just hear me out. Kanye has the ear of millions of people who just watched him get completely canceled, his life completely destroyed, lose a billion dollar contract with Adidas. Um, get, get, I mean, and, and so people just watched a man's life get ruined for comments that he made on Twitter. Right now. He he has an opportunity to take all the eyes that are on him right now and use it to expose Hollywood, to expose MKUltra, to expose Balenciaga and child pedophilia, to expose the the way that they take influencers and, and music artists and use them to push the left agenda, which he's doing. He's doing pretty much all of that. But at the same time, what he's done is tainted, taken all of that, taken all of those talking points, all of that truth, all those facts, all those red pills, and completely tainted them and the credibility of all that stuff by acting like a fucking whack job wearing a black face mask on Alex Jones saying that he likes Hitler. And if you disagree with me, that's fine. But I, I feel like this is just a, a massive golden opportunity flushed down the toilet, okay? Because now there's all this stuff coming out about Balenciaga. And it's like Pizzagate all over again, which I'm a, a full ardent believer in Pizzagate. Um, I absolutely believe that the global elites traffic children and use uh, and, and perform satanic rituals and and child sacrifice and all that stuff i I think it's pretty clear i mean if you don't believe that well let me ask you a question do you believe in epstein island okay then so you believe that the global elites they are pedophiles that traffic children to other global elites right that's not that far-fetched okay um pretty much everybody believes that then why is it so hard to believe that there's more to it that there's actually um, fronts like like these designers and Wayfair and and stuff like that where they're actually trafficking children through other ways and they're um I don't know advertising or flaunting through what they what they label as artwork what's what is really um, satanic ritual and child sacrifice I mean it's not that far-fetched right it's not that far-fetched, so we have this massive expose of Balenciaga, and now Kanye West has basically taken, um, taken that and tainted it with his, with his, with his just horrible. Uh, up, I don't know approach to. Sp- <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know what to call it. You know, basically anybody that's talking about that is going to be labeled a schizophrenic, uh, bipolar, anti semite, and that's a damn shame. That's a damn sh- damn shame. Okay, and it, and it almost it almost makes me think like this is all some sort of psyop. It's that crazy, it's that crazy. You know, I mean, and you know, oh, and you know what's crazy, crazier? I had heard Kanye make mentions of Balenciaga. But I don't know if you guys were watching the whole show. I watched most of it. Towards the end, Kanye West literally defended Balenciaga. So here we think this guy is going to expose this stuff, but what he actually said on Alex Jones' show is that he's good friends with the head designer and that the whole thing against Balenciaga is a hit job. The dude said that... Um, Everybody wants to talk about Balenciaga. It's a bunch of crap because there's people on Instagram posting, you know, naked pictures and there's pornography and all this stuff, and it's all the same thing. Dude, no, it's not. No, it's not. Some chick that has an OnlyFans or, you know, whether that's however you feel about that or some chick posting scandalous pictures of herself on Instagram is not the same as a a designer company... Which is a front for satanic child sacrifice and pedophilia and blood rituals and shit like that. You can't dude, how do you how do you even get off saying something like that comparing the two? Trying to make it like, oh well, I mean if you if you if you uh if you watch pornography, if you have an Instagram, it's basically the same thing. So it's a bunch of crap, we shouldn't even be talking about it. It's a hit job. The dude came to the defense of these people. That that's absurd. That's absurd. So I'm almost like, dude. This has to be some kind of psyop. I was totally, I was totally um, entertaining Kanye for a little bit uh, because I thought that it was it was kind of cool, you know, that there, there's this massive, gigantic influencer that's just do it done hard left turn. I mean, back in what 2015, he said George Bush doesn't care about black people, um, you know, and th- and this guy went from that to I like Hitler. Like what? The, what the hell? The dude. The dude. He just lost his damn mind, and it's it's done a lot of damage to the, to the truther movement. And if you can't see that, I'm sorry, man. So it's very it's very frustrating and disappointing. Disappointing. I think this guy needs help. He needs guidance. I don't wish ill will on him, because um, I don't. I said I think it might be a psyop. He might be in on some big elaborate. Uh, plan to discredit people that are telling the truth. I don't know, but I don't have evidence for that. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say I hope that he gets help. I hope that he has some better guidance than Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos in his corner, um, trying to use him for whatever their political agenda is. It's just, it's just, it's just nuts, and it's just pretty disappointing. So, anyways, you know, this ain't my forte. I don't really, I don't really talk about um cultural stuff like this I, I, it, but it, but it does I think this is going to affect Trump in the media there's the, the media has been trying to milk this thing for all that it's worth for as long as they possibly can for the past 2 weeks this this dinner and so this now just puts it on steroids now it's on steroids and they'll probably never stop talking about it so it's just annoying so, uh, this is so Mama Siri says this is about taking down back channel influencers. What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what it's going to turn into. It's going to turn into taking down freaking Alex Jones. The man, as if the man doesn't have enough to worry about, as if he doesn't have enough problems. The man already has to pay $10 trillion to the Sandy Hook victims. He's banned from every single media outlet. He was almost about to get back on Twitter. I'm pretty sure a couple weeks go by, Elon Musk would have changed his mind. But now, <laughs> now the man's got way more problems than he had before. Now, he's going to get the death penalty and have to pay off the freaking national debt because of this incident of trying to host Kanye West. And I bet, you know what's funny? <laughs> I bet Tim Pool's beanie is, is breathing a big sigh of relief right now. I bet that dude is sitting there, just like, <clears throat> like, because he's been getting shit for the past forty-eight hours for the the disaster that happened on his show two days ago. Tim Pool tried to have Kanye West, Milo Yiannopoulos, and Nick Fuentes on his show to try to prove that, hey, you know, I feel like people should be able to speak. I'm a, I, I believe in free speech. I think that. People should be able to have conversations, and I want to sit down with Kanye West and hear what he has to say. But about ten minutes into that show, Kanye West decided he was going to get up and storm off set, kind of like a like a child, you know, like a crybaby, because Tim Pool didn't just allow him free reign to say anything that he wants to say. He he's he's like, I'm going to have an opinion on that, and I'm going to tell you I think it's a mistake to ge- make a general sweeping. Statements about Jews. I think that that's kind of wrong, right? Kanye couldn't tolerate that and stormed off set. And then guess what? Because I pay attention to comment sections, I went on Tim Pool's uh, YouTube channel and was reading, and like the top comments were a bunch of people bashing Tim Pool, like "You blew it, man. You screwed up. This dude's ego is out of control. He can't. <laughs> he can't just shut the hell up for a couple minutes. He has to interrupt people. He blew it." And the dude's been trying to process what happened for the past 48 hours and he hasn't stopped talking about it. He's been defending himself, he's been making videos about it, shorts, he's been trying he's been tweeting about it. He's he's been he's been like coping for the past 48 hours with that. And now this is like total vindication for Tim Pool cuz basically what this is is it's like, so this is the conversation that you wanted me to have on my YouTube channel. This is what you this is what you get when you allow this dude to go free reign and talk about what it, whatever he wants without any interruptions, you get I like Hitler. Okay? And that first of all, that would never fly on YouTube. Tim Poole would be deplatformed for that. And he knows that. And I don't blame him for you know, part of his motive being to protect his his channel and his livelihood. I mean, people are such haters that they'll think that that makes him deep state. I'm like, look, the guy's got a million subscribers. You want him to go? You want him to to you want him to get himself banned off YouTube so then he can't really talk to anybody and end up on Rumble with fifty thousand subscribers and have to start over? Um, I, I understand, like Tim Pool. He gets called a fence rider a lot. But he has to be very careful and be very factual. And um, the one thing I, I can't stand is his his take on election fraud, acting like it doesn't exist. You know, you could just say, I, I can't talk about that because YouTube won't allow me to. But he goes out and says, no, I think it's just ballot harvesting. I think that the Democrats have a better ground game, like Charlie Kirk kind of shit. And he pisses me off with that. But, but anyways... <laughs> Anyways, back to Kanye and Tim Pool. Tim Pool, Tim Pool has literally um, been vindicated, and <laughs> I mean, what's funny? What's funny here? Get this. So this guy just can't win, though. He he still can't win. Check this out. So <laughs> at ten twenty seven a.m., Tim Pool after coping for the last 48 hours and even accusing Kanye West of setting up the whole thing and that he staged the, the walking off set just to make a, you know, make a mockery of Tim Poole or whatever, he finally comes around and says, I think Ye could actually win the presidency. This was ten twenty-seven this morning. <laughs> and what, like 30 minutes later? No, like literally an hour later... This happens.
5: Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew I love everyone, and Jewish people are not gonna tell me you can love um you know us and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. You're not a Nazi.
4: You don't deserve to be... So (laughs) Temple says, well, shit, literally an hour after he said... Kanye, you know, Yay could actually win the presidency because he was, I think he was trying, he was trying to win people back over. Like for 48 hours, he was kind of bashing Kanye for walking off set. He was obviously ticked off about it. And then he went to the accusations about how he staged it. And then he came around because everybody was bashing him like, Tim, you're just, you, you say you're, you don't like conspiracy theorists, but here you are making them up and you're literally, uh... You literally sabotage what could have been your best interview ever and blah, blah, blah. So he was getting all this crap, and he said, you know, I think Ye could actually win the presidency. <laughs> and then hour later, this dude goes on Alex Jones and says, I like Hitler. The guy can't win. Poor Tim Pool and poor Tim Pool's beanie. And poor Alex Jones, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's just frustrating because, like, it almost... I hate to say this but it almost proves people right it's like <laughs> no that's not true i was gonna say it almost proves the left's right it almost pl- proves the left right about you know you just can't let people say whatever they want but that's bullshit that's total bullshit because if we actually had a free public town square where people could share
3: ideas.
5: now
1: Order now
2: fighterflare.com
4: ...ideas, then this would have never happened. The reason this type of thing happened is because you censored a bunch of people. So now everybody's been conditioned to believe that anyone you censor is telling the truth. That's the problem. Censorship is to blame for this. I don't even blame... Look, I think Kanye West has lost himself. I think Kanye West has gone through some tremendous adversity and, and crazily difficult things that I can't possibly imagine. I mean, put yourself in the shoes of a man that lost like his entire career overnight. Like a billion dollar contract. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. So what he's going through has obviously caused him to... uh and, and this is a man who's already has a history of, you know. Well, he, he says that he's not crazy. He says that he got exhausted. Then they try to chemically lobotomize him and put him on all these meds. Um, he went off his meds what like two years ago, and now it's it's kind of it's kind of clear that the guy's having like another episode. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, Nick, you're just like the left, calling him crazy. He's just misunderstood. No, man. Nah, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. At a certain point, you just gotta be like, this is totally absurd. Totally ridiculous. You can't keep defending this guy, because it's gonna come... It's. Let me just tell you guys this. Those of you that are defending this guy, saying that he's being taken out of context, he is um, misunderstood, you don't You don't want to go down on that side of of this historical moment. Trust me. Uh, Because it's just... Look, (sighs) Never mind. MSM getting to you? No, man, Nick. Nah, man, the MSM isn't getting to me. If the MSM was getting to me, then I'd be sitting here saying that... Oh, we need to we need to ban Kanye West. We need to silence him. He should lose everything. Nah, I don't think that at all. I don't think I don't think that about anybody for saying anything. Really? I think the whole idea of hate speech is just stupid. It's actually retarded. You know, and some people would say, "Oh, the word retard hate speech, Nick, should be canceled. Screw you." You know, I don't think that at all. I don't think that I just see a man that's that's He's he's been he's he's going through obviously he's going through something. And he's got a massive megaphone, and he's using it crazily irresponsibly, and I don't support it. I don't support it whatsoever. That's my stance. I, I don't want I don't want to endorse that because I've shared Kanye's stuff. The reason I'm going so hard on Kanye is because I've shared Kanye's stuff and have been supportive of a lot of the things that he said and done in the past couple of weeks, but this is where I draw the line to where I just don't want to be attached or associated to any of that crap that's going on over there. But that's very different than me saying, "Oh, he should be silenced." No, fine, go ahead, let let him keep talking, keep doing interviews, but just understand that what this this guy's, you know, like what this guy's doing, is not good for himself or anybody. What what does this solve? What does this it's it's raising awareness to what? To what end result? You know? What what is what's the end game here? What's the end result? I don't I don't understand. Um and I'm open to your opinion, dude. If you want to disagree with me, see that's the thing about me. I'm I'm open to you guys criticizing me. Uh I'm open to you guys disagreeing with me certainly. You can disagree with me all you want. But that's where I stand on it. I don't want nothing to do with... No parts of that. None of that. Alright, so... Now let's get into some election fraud news. Because this... Is my forte. Talking about Kanye ain't my bag... That ain't my cup of tea. But it was... (laughs) It's a pretty big deal. So I had to talk about it a little bit. So anyways, check this out. DeKalb County Board seat flips... After State Elections Board finds mail-in ballots were counted twice... Republican District 4 incumbent to keep her seat based on corrected results. So so look, you guys know one of my biggest um, Rumble videos, which got like 160,000 views, was a story out of DeKalb County, Georgia, where Michelle Long Spears, she ran in the county commissioner race, and she found that she came in like last place. Then she went around to different precincts and saw that there were precincts where she had zero votes, and that didn't make any sense because, in her own precinct where she voted for herself, she's like, They're they're telling me I got zero votes. That's impossible because I voted for myself. So then she demanded a hand count, and the hand count results were totally different than the Dominion reported results, and it actually flipped the race. She actually won. That was DeKalb County, Georgia. That was one of my biggest stories ever on Rumble. And check this out. DeKalb County, Illinois had an election flip because of machine anomalies. Let's call them anomalies. Oh, of course, human error. That's how they contextualize this. I'm going to give you guys a spoiler alert. This is human error. But I want you to understand that this is... is, Clear election fraud, not human error. And you'll understand why in a second. Um, so, a Republican DeKalb County board member will keep her seat after the Illinois State Board of Elections found a computer error double-counted local mail-in ballots in the November 8th general election. The counting error means Republican Lori Emmer will retain her district board seat instead of newcomer, Newcomer Brett Johansson, a Democrat, DeKalb County Clerk and Recorder Douglas Johnson, said, Johnson, a Republican who did not seek re-election, made the announcement on his final day in office. The tabulation error was reported for mail-in ballots only. Johnson's office said and didn't affect other election results. Well, how the hell do we know that? So this is what they always say. Whenever you catch one of these anomalies, whenever you catch them rigging an election... Um, when the, when there's an anomaly so great that it flips the result of an election, whenever you find a USB stick where, where, oh, we forgot to upload 4,000 votes for Donald Trump, whenever something like this happens, they always say, oh, well, we caught it. That means the process works, and this didn't affect any other elections. Reminds me back in the day when we were covering New Hampshire, Wyndham, New Hampshire, and we had that uh, Wyndham incident. Where after a hand count, which was done by law because the race was so close, what they found is in the in the the, the representative race what they found after a hand count is that the Democrat actually lost about a hundred votes and every Republican gained three hundred votes. And it's like whoa, 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 what the hell happened here? So What I'm telling you is the official reported results from Dominion added votes for the Democrat and took 300 votes away from every Republican. And so they were like, this is crazy. So they did an audit, and the auditors that were commissioned, Harry Hursty, Philip Stark, and Mark Lindemann, were all a bunch of deep state actors, particularly Harry Hursty. And what they tried to tell us was, oh, this is because the machines have dust on the optical lenses that read the ballots. And what it was, was, you know, these ballots were folded by a folding machine at the county, and the folds happened to go over some of the ovals, the vote targets. And so the the the, the machine, because it had dust on the lens, read the fold as a vote. And that's what happened here. But what they tried to tell us was, um, this is the only place that this happened. Wyndham, New Hampshire. That's the only township that experienced this problem. And there's no need for us to look anywhere else. Okay? And the whole dust and folds narrative was, there was some legitimacy to it. But the real anomaly was what we found is out of the four machines in Wyndham, one of the machines had the direct opposite results as the other three that it was almost like they they were flipped where you know in the th- there was three machines where republicans got like 60% of the vote democrats got 40 in this one anomalous machine democrats got 60 and republicans got 40 so then we went around to get all of the poll of uh, the poll pad i mean the 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 tabulator tapes from every single township across new hampshire and across new england like every state There was teams working together to get all the the tapes. And what they found is that in almost every place in New England, there was at least one machine where the results were were opposite. So they were like, well, you guys need to to look into this. You guys need to audit. You You need to look more. And they were like, nope, nope, no, no, no. It was completely ignored. So what I'm trying to say here is every time that we find one of these errors that causes the results to flip, they always tell you, it only happened in one place. And the fact that we caught it actually just proves that we have a series of checks and balances, and these things are sifted out, and everything gets uh, sorted out, and, and and there's no problem here. And that's exactly what they're trying to say in DeKalb County. So, the tabulation error in DeKalb County, Illinois, was reported for mail-in ballots only Johnson's office said and didn't affect other election results. The error has been corrected and results have been updated. So let, let now let's talk about what actually happened in DeCab, The tabulation error was not attributed to fraud, but to a vendor inadvertently uploading the mail in results twice. The errant results were identified and corrected after they were posted to the county's portal through election systems and software Official said Wednesday. Okay, so here's what here's what we need to pay attention to here. What they're saying is that the tabulation error was due to a vendor uploading the mail-in results twice. Now, who do you think that vendor is? It's not Dominion, but it's ES&S. ES&S, the machine company, was like like the, the a private vendor the machine company somehow in, sh- in 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 DeKalb Illinois is in charge of uploading the results and it just so happens that ES&S the vendor uploaded the mail-in results twice and it happened to flip a race from the Republican to the Democrat now they try to say this error was not attributed to fraud well how the hell do you know that Without investigating, without knowing anything, you just you just say, "Oh, human error," not because of fraud. We caught it, we fixed it. It's it's proof that the process works. No fraud here, nothing to see. Move it along. That's what they do every single time. Now, the Illinois State Elections Board—they're the ones that caught this, okay—and they said um, Johnson, the the head of the board, said. When we started going through it, we saw a discrepancy, and hold on, hold on. Sorry, I had some names mixed up. So, here's the quote. When Illinois State Board of Elections started going through it, they saw a discrepancy, and they called us up and said, contact your vendor and see what you did here. What's up? A Wednesday news release from Johnson's office said the mail-in ballots in the November general election were added twice by the county's tabulator, Vendor. Omaha, Nebraska based election systems and software ESNS. The company did not respond to messages seeking comment. Huh. Well, not only should they be, you know, forced to comment and tell us what the hell happened, how did how could this possibly have happened? They should be investigated and potentially prosecuted. Because what you what you did was flip an election. By uploading the mail-in ballots twice. And I don't see how... How do you do that by accident? Was this person even fired? Huh? Was this person reprimanded in any way? No. Of course not. Of course not. And Johnson... Get this. Johnson said... He's pleased with the ability of the Illinois State Board of Elections' ability to catch the error. And that's why... We have all these checks and balances to do things like this... So the process worked. No, the process didn't work, dumbass. This should never happen in the first place. You should, first of all, not have a private voting company uploading the votes. And if that private voting company happens to upload the mail-in ballots twice and flip an election for a Democrat, then you should probably get rid of that election company. You should probably get rid of that company because they're incompetent. Oh, but we caught it. I don't care that you caught it. You need to root out this problem immediately. But this guy, see he's on his way out the door. He's on his way out the door. This is this is this guy's he didn't run for re-election and he's on his way out the door. So he on his way out the door is saying ESNS, they didn't do anything wrong. We caught the error. No no harm, no foul. But man, I just always find it strange and interesting that these anomalies always every single time favor the democrats every single time without exception if you can find me one you know where it, it benefited a republican okay but even if you can find a couple at the at, at the very least the overwhelming vast majority benefit the democrats so it's just crazy. You probably won't hear this one on uh, CNN. You probably won't hear this one. Most, most news outlets aren't going to cover this because we're talking about um, the state elections board in DeKalb County, Illinois. So anyways, there's that story. Now, on the Gateway Punnett, Louisiana Democrats sentenced to prison in vote-buying scheme. It's a Gateway Pundit article. Two Louisiana Democrats were sentenced to 12 months in prison for taking part in a vote-buying scheme. The two Democrats were paying prospective voters for their votes in a federal election. So this was from 2016, and these two guys were both on the ballot. Two Democrats, and they were paying people for votes. They were paying, um, they were paying them. They were, they were, they were transporting them to vote. They basically had a little bit of a ballot harvesting scheme. And um, so now they've been sentenced to prison for 12 months for this pay-to-play scheme. And guess what? I don't know if you noticed this, but they're both Democrats. Wow. Isn't it kind of crazy that this this happened six years ago and they're just now being sentenced? Six years ago. that We're talking about... We're, we're heading into 2023. And these guys were... Rigging up the uh, the primaries of the 2016 election and the general. And these guys are just now getting prosecuted. It's kind of crazy. Uh, that's how long the justice system takes. It's, it's ridiculous. But I wanted to highlight this because <laughs> here we have yet another example of Democrats rigging elections. Tell me it don't happen. You know what's crazy is on, on Twitter. Oh, by the way, this this the white guy is the former chief of police. So, talk about, you know, law enforcement not doing their job. Former chief of police in Amite City, Jerry Trebona, he's he's one of these guys that was paying people and, and rigging an election. So, talk about, you know, just law enforcement being in on it. Here's a great example of that. Um, so, anyways. Guys, if you could do me a favor... If you guys could do me a favor and smash that Rumble button, I would greatly appreciate that. We got 459 people watching and only 57 Rumbles. So please smash that Rumble button, and uh, we'll get into this next story. Now I live in Florida, so this one's important to me, um, and I find this this is a pretty cool political move, not by Ron DeSantis, but the uh, the state of Florida have removed themselves from BlackRock BlackRock because of ESG divestment. So the state of Florida removes $2 billion from BlackRock in anti-ESG divestment. Quote, using our cash to fund BlackRock's social engineering project isn't something Florida ever signed up for. Now, I've talked about ESG before. And I don't know if you guys understand it, but it's basically... Um, environment, social, and governance, which is a strategy for completely changing the societal structure and economic um, landscape where these investment firms like BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street Capital, and big banks, what they're doing nowadays is they're scoring major corporations and giving them an ESG score, which is essentially... Um, the corporate version of a social credit score, and what the, what they're doing is they're judging them on things like, you know, how much do they comply with the you know climate change agenda? How much do they support Black Lives Matter and the LGBTQ plus community? You know, and 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 governance. How does the company's board and management? drive positive change. Governance includes everything from issues surrounding executive pay to diversity in leadership, blah, 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 blah. So basically, um, how much do you collude with government to push this, this um, World Economic Forum agenda? So these corporations, they get scored by investment groups like BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street Capital, the big banks, and if they score poorly, then what they'll do is they'll take their money, their investments out of that corporation, that company, and invest somewhere else. And BlackRock, you know, we always talk about George Soros and his uh, ability to shift and shape American politics with his money, right? Buying off district attorneys and secretaries of state and funding the Democrats. I mean, he's the biggest contributor to the Democrats. Well... BlackRock is a behemoth compared to George Soros they are they are the biggest monster on planet Earth they have 10 something like 10 trillion dollars in assets okay and when you have when you can move money around like that then you essentially control everything you, you literally control everything so it's and, and Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock is a member of the World Economic Forum Okay. So this is all about the whole great reset agenda and this whole thing about stakeholder capitalism. And a long time ago I didn't I I did an article about this on Substack where I talked about stakeholder capitalism and and what this means and what the great reset agenda is all about. So a lot of people toss around the word the word great reset, right? And few people truly understand what it, what it really is now we know the great reset has mul- a multitude of agendas making us completely dependent on uh, making us sick and making us dependent on pharmaceutical drugs um, getting us on this vaccine agenda, a global social uh, credit score um, you know a global digital ID tracking system you know all this stuff it all falls in, under the great reset umbrella but the movers and the shakers that are bringing this stuff about, they are the big corporate billionaires that stand to in, immensely, tremendously benefit through this agenda, um, this Klaus Schwab agenda of stakeholder capitalism. So let me just read this section. I, I think if you haven't read this article I wrote on Substack, um, you might find it worth the read. So what is stakeholder capitalism? First things first, in order to fully understand the Great Reset agenda, we must understand something called stakeholder capitalism. Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, wrote a book in 1970 describing what was later referred to as stakeholder capitalism, a new form of capitalism where corporations would aim not just to to make loads of money, but also to enhance the well-being of everyone who has a stake in the company. This would include employees, governments, and the communities that are affected by goods and services. The theory has been described as the next logical step to traditional shareholder capitalism. Klaus Schwab once said, a better economy is possible, but we need to reimagine capitalism to do it. So in in Schwab's idealistic vision of utopia, businesses would focus on things like the environment, impacts of public health, well-being, equity, Gender and racial inequalities, etc. Basically, the woke agenda. You know, traditional capitalism—it's all about—it's all about making money for your shareholders. But what Klaus Schwab's—you know—vision of the future is capitalism going from operating with the sole motive of profit for your shareholders to um, making mutual beneficial decisions for everybody affected by that corporation, service provider, or industry, right? So, for instance, you know, like um, trying to make the environment a better place, making equitable decisions, doing things that that um, decrease, uh, you know, drive up diversity in in, in the workplace, um, you know, stuff like that. Just, But it's all a bunch of bullshit. That's the point. The point is... In practice, stakeholder theory doesn't really serve anyone's interests at all except for the governments and the, the global elites, okay? Because governments are, are considered a form of stakeholder in this theory, and, and governments are in positions of power, so they ultimately get to decide what serving the greater good actually means. In stakeholder capitalism, governments could create problems, then provide grants contracts, and tax exemptions for corporations that are willing to, quote, solve these manufactured problems. For example, the climate change example. Investors would place their money in things like green energy ahead of the government's Green New Deal policy. Major corporations would be contracted to build the needed infrastructure to go green. In turn, governments and businesses simultaneously become more powerful and more wealthy. Stakeholder theory appeals to the left with elements of socialism while also appealing to the right with elements of free market capitalism but don't get it twisted the Great Reset is merely a mixture of the worst parts of both communism and fascism all wrapped into a single package the end result is a massive expansion of government while the rich get richer and the poor get poorer to the point where you own nothing and you're eating bugs in a pod you know at the end of the day, let me give you an, another example. Remember when pharmaceutical companies were being called by governments around the world to serve the greater good and manufacture a for-profit vaccine to solve the, the global health crisis created by the pandemic? Pharmaceutical companies then produce millions of doses of experimental mRNA vaccines in record time. Governments around the world then proceeded to mandate these vaccines against the will of the people and allowed big pharma companies to profit hand over fist. This is a perfect example of stakeholder capitalism in action, and we're seeing more examples like this emerging every day. So you guys get the gist of it, right? You guys get the gist of it. Larry Fink, the uh, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street Capital, they have an agenda for shaping society. And... What they're doing with this ESG crap is they're not, um, they're, 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 they're trying to reshape the world, right? They're not just, um, you know, they're not just like investing money, you know, to, to try to, uh, uh, get the best return on investment, so to speak. So, anyways, the big deal here is that Florida has decided to pull, Away from BlackRock for this reason. Taking two billion dollars out of BlackRock and looking for a better way to invest um, for a better asset manager. Okay, so this is pretty cool. You know, Florida is definitely leading the way in you know um fighting back against the, the great reset and the World Economic Forum agenda, and this certainly makes Ron DeSantis look pretty good. You know, this definitely looks like Ron DeSantis is like it, it's almost as if Ron DeSantis is trying to tap into things which um, Donald Trump has yet to hit or, you know, tap into. Like he knows that the base does not like these vaccines and he knows that Trump has not really condemned the vaccine. So he comes out and he's Mr. Anti-COVID restrictions, lockdowns, vaccines, because he knows that there's a massive uh opportunity here to tap that base. And I think that this is kind of uh similar to that. You know. Like like tr- um coming out against the World Economic Forum. Taking Florida out of BlackRock. These are these are things he's trying to do to score political points, but you know, I'm the kind of guy that's like when when it's mutually beneficial for me, I don't care. Like, I don't care what his motive is. This is a good thing. I don't care if it's Ron DeSantis trying to score political points. I don't care. But one, let's make one thing clear. One thing clear is that Florida is not the first state to do this. Um, in fact, Missouri and Louisiana did the same thing back in October. So probably what happened is Florida sees how well this went over with people. People have been cheering and parading this around like it's awesome. And then they're like, oh. Okay, let's do that too. Score some more political points, but um, at the end of the day, it's still a good thing. Problem is, BlackRock has ten trillion dollars in assets. Okay, so two billion dollars is not going to hurt a company with with two. I mean, ten trillion dollars in assets, but it does send a message, and it does possibly create a snowball effect. That's three states now. And it raises awareness. It gets people uh, talking about it. it. gets people asking questions. And it gets people taking, taking, um, taking their lead and taking their money out of BlackRock. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's pretty much it for today. I've been trying to go live every day. Today, I'm, I'm running on like three hours sleep, man. The baby, um, we're trying to transition him to sleep by himself. And so neither one of us got any sleep last night. And I'm just just not firing on all cylinders today. So hopefully that's different. You know, tonight I can get a good night rest, come back bright-eyed and bushy-tailed tomorrow and put on a hell of a show. Okay, We're going to try to go live again tomorrow. All right. So anyways, please do me a favor, smash that rumble button, share this broadcast, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Anyways, thanks for watching,
2: and I will see you next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
1: Now.